We give all honor and glory to the God of heaven who has lengthened out the brickly threads of our lives and has allowed us to come together again at this magnificent 74th National Lectureship of the Churches of Christ. I want to thank Brother Jeff Carruthers for orchestrating such a wonderful event. He's done a wonderful job. And he deserves a hand of applause from all of us. Thank you, Dr. Carruthers. If anybody can pull it off, Dr. Carruthers can. He has proven to be a man of wisdom and a man that is very Christ-like. Whoever put me on the program with these preachers might need to be crucified. <laughs> I, I'm on with some heavy hitters, so I'm going to start off with prayer. There's no substitute. <laughs> I'm going to ask God to help me uh, on this afternoon. Amen. Father, help me, please. We pray that the Holy Spirit will touch these lips of clay and anoint every word that comes through them for the benefit of the people gathered and for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. And thank God. My text comes from Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2, in line with the theme, Runners to Your Marks, Expositions on the Race by Faith in the Exhortation of the Hebrews. Hebrews 2, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. We ought to give the more earnest heed. Listening is hard work. Listening involves our minds, our bodies, and senses. Listening to Christ means not merely hearing, but also responding in obedience. In Romans 10, Verses 13 through 16. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? Obedience is better than sacrifice. Samuel told Saul to go over and kill all of the Amalekites. But he brought back King Ahag and the best of the sheep and the oxen. And he said that he had obeyed God. Samuel said, what is this I hear in my ear of the bleeding of the sheep and the lowing of the oxen? To obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. But James says in James 1, 22, 25, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forget it, what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. We must persevere in our obedience to Christ. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense or punishment of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Christ saved us because we could not save ourselves. Our witnesses to Jesus' ministry had handed down his teachings to the readers of the book of Hebrews. These readers were second generation believers who had not seen Christ in the flesh. They're like us. We have not seen Jesus personally, but we have our belief in Jesus on our witness accounts recorded in the Bible. Let us take a look at Hebrews chapter one, verses one and two. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, speaking time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Listen to his Son speak, Brother Barclay. Matthew 5, 13, you are the salt of the earth. 
And if people hang around us long enough, they ought to get thirsty for truth, justice, and for righteousness. Are you praying with me? Listen to his son speak. In Matthews 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You feed the hungry, but give God the glory. You clothe the naked, but give God the glory. You take in strangers, but give God the glory. Listen to his son speak. In Luke 6, 27 and 28, love your enemies. Do good to them that hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Listen to his son speak in Luke 6, 31. And as ye would that men should do to you, do you also likewise unto them. Listen to his son speak. Luke 6, 38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men pour into your bosom. Nevertheless, the central theme of Hebrews is that Christ is infinitely greater than all other proposed means to God. Speaking to his Jewish readers, he says, your precious faith was good, but Christ is incomparably greater. Just as Christ is greater than angels, so his message is more important than theirs. Don't turn your back on Christ in an attempt to escape your troubles. Christ is a burden bearer. Christ is a heavy load sharer. Christ is David's seed. Christ is all you need. Christ calms the storm. Christ will not do you any harm. Christ will see you through Christ will make a way for you. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. In order to get the church solidified in its beginning, the apostles had to perform miracles. Paul healed a man who had been lying on his mat for a long time, told him to take up his mat and walk. The sick were laid by the street so that if Peter's shadow could pass over them and they be healed. So then we are no longer using a pacifier because we don't need the miracles. All we need to know is what Christ has done for us. One day Christ came to this earth, walked around and healed the sick, opened the eyes of the blind, made the lame walk. They planted a crown of thorns and placed on his head. They led him out to Golgotha's rugged summit, but because he had lost so much strength and so much blood, he fell beneath the weight of that cross. They commanded an African 
by the name of Simon of Serena to help bear the cross of long. They laid him on the side of Golgotha's hill, nailed nails in his hands and nails in his feet. And he said, Eli, Eli, Lama Sebastiani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He didn't hear from God on Friday, but Sunday morning came. He laid his head in the lock of his shoulder and gave up the ghost. They put a rock inside of a rock and put a rock in front of the rock. The angel came down, wiped some sleeping salve across the angel's eyes. They went to sleep. The angel rolled away the stone. But God said, I'm going to raise my son. He didn't hear from him Friday. But early one Sunday morning, he shook off his grave clothes, stepped out of the grave and said, Oh, power in heaven and earth is in my hand. Power to walk right. Power to talk right. Power to do right. Power to love right. Power. All power. All power. Lord have mercy Jesus. Woo.